whistles at sundown get advice and tunes when you don't even know what to freaking do souls at sundown keeps it fresh and new every other friday with megan hughes sound checkeroo complimentary peanuts this is spongebob squarepants speaking hello everybody and welcome back to souls at sundown this is episode 90. I have SpongeBob SquarePants here on the other line. <laughs> Hello, every bikini bottom. Every bikini bottom. Every bikini bottom that's ever existed. I was going to say hello, everyone, and then I Changed thought it. bikini bottom last minute and it came out. <laughs> My sister Lindsay is here on the podcast with me co-hosting and getting back into her first podcasting role. Mm-hmm. as co-host of Souls at Sundown back in 2016. We are the original souls that inspired the original Sundown. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about something that's not a lie in our lives, <laughs> just the fact that making friends is hard. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be chatting about making friends specifically in your 20s slash like post-grad, you know, post-school I did not graduate college, but I did indeed graduate high school and mm-hmm. moved on from those friends, even though I still keep in touch with most of them. So we're going to be chatting about all of those things and just answering your questions. But before we do that, I have to do the reviewer of the week, which is inspired by Lindsay, who hosts Unfiltered mm-hmm. every Monday. Yes. Lindsay has her own pod and you need to go and listen to it. Okay. Because it's truly the highlight of my week. I don't know about you guys. Really? But I'm just saying No, that. I'm not saying that. I mean, I love hearing from you, especially when we like don't keep up yeah, every day. Right, I mean, right. most days we chat, right. but it's like, it's just nice to hear what you're up to. And sometimes you'll say things on the podcast that like, I don't hear about from you directly. And then I'll ask you about it next time I see you. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, I was talking about that person. <laughs> here like when you do your bops and flops Mm -hmm. but you don't disclose who you're talking about i'm secretive about not secretive but i'm not gonna be like this is the name of my crush everyone go stalk him on instagram no 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 no, yeah but you like no you can be like oh is that him this guy and i'm like "Mm -hmm." oh my gosh Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna do the reviewer of the week and it's from brune pj8 And the subject is, it's her voice for me. Five stars. I listen to this podcast when I fall asleep, in parentheses, in a good way, lol. Her voice is so relaxing, topics are so positive, and great choice in music. Megan is so wise beyond her years, and I hang on every word of advice she gives. I've been watching her vids since the first one uploaded, and I love that this platform gives us more content from her. So thank you, Brune PJ8. Absolute legend. Wow. You have provided for us this week. Truly. And also shout out to Lindsay for giving me that idea because it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. So if you ever want to leave a review for Souls at Sundown, just, you know, go and search it on the iTunes podcast app and follow your dreams. All right. It's going to be totally wicked and a great time. And maybe next week or in two weeks, because I'm (laughs) bi-weekly. Lindsay's pointing at the mic like, oh shit. No, 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 no. No, I was thought you were going to say maybe next week. You will be the reviewer of the week. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. I thought you were like, no, 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 you do. My brain didn't work that fast. I was just like, next week, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> okay, let's get into some of these questions because we got so many. And... Wait, we're just starting off with questions? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, what else are we going to talk about? 
what we've been up to. I mean, everybody can watch it in the vlogs. Or no, I just thought Patreon. like maybe we were gonna, you were gonna say why open we're up doing this. The, yeah, open it up. Okay, we'll do that. First things first, I wanted to record this with my sister specifically because we both moved away from like our bigger friend groups to go to different states. Two where, times. Yeah, two times. But I mean, like mainly both of us from LA afterwards were like, oh, well, we have a shit ton of friends in LA, but now you moved to Boise. I moved to outside of Portland, Oregon. And we're just like, well, we got to start brand new, you know? And we did it around the same time. Like late 2017, you moved here and I moved to Oregon early 2018. So it's been over a two year journey. And where are we? Would you say in our friendship journeys? I would say that you're better off than me. You have a really You've really, this summer specifically, have really expanded. It's been a recent friendship boost for me this Mm -hmm. year in general. Um, But honestly, before winter time of this year, my only friends were like, I had two girlfriends here and everybody else I knew was a friend of my ex. So I was not friends with them first, you could say. For sure. It was more of a secondary friendship. And I can say that I don't keep in touch with any of them. Yeah. Cause they we follow each other still on Instagram and stuff like that, but I don't hang out with anybody of those people. Yeah. Because like, not because I don't want to No, because they were like his friends. Exactly. It's like, it's not my original friend. Yeah, for sure. I would say that I'm in the same boat as you were before, you know, your new, your newfound pals. So mainly two close friends, one just moved away. Oh, so I'm in the market. Fuck. <laughs> so literally one. I would say one. And then an occasional friend that I see every now and again. But she has a girlfriend. She's busy. She works a lot, you know? So I don't know, man. I feel like making friends just specifically has been hard for me more recently because of like quarantine and also like not really knowing how to start again like I just going back to the basics again like I get so easily satisfied with just like one person you know yeah. like I'm just like you're like okay I have one friend I'm good <laughs> yeah I'm like wow Annalie all right just gonna call her hit her up you know and then when Natalie was still living in Oregon I was like okay Natalie you know and then also when it wasn't wasn't like corona season mm-hmm. when corona was not amongst us we would have parties and stuff like that and we would hang out with like larger groups of people or I would have bigger group kind of like meetup things where we would like go play music at the park or do separate things like that. But now it's just like not really reality as much anymore. So it's like you really have to maintain those more so one-on-one friendships with people and it's just freaking hard, you know? And then what inspired this episode mostly is because I've been trying to, after Natalie left, be like, okay, well, you know, I need to get back out there. Yeah. And I was talking to Ani about this and she was like, yeah, you get back sure. out there like in the dating game. We need to like get more friends, you know, like she has roommates and shit like that. But we were talking about this because she has a guy moving into her house soon. And we were like, shit, maybe we'll finally have some guy friends. That's going to be crazy. So we're really manifesting that energy into yeah. our lives because I feel like Finley also would really benefit from that, like having some men he needs around. That. Yeah, we all need that. I mean, I love guy friends. Like, yeah. it would be great. More friends is just always good. Exactly. Any friend. Bring them on. Any gender, non-binary, whatever you prefer. Yeah. Love to have you around. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ani and I were just talking about this being like, we really need to just like branch out. You know, we need to get crazy. You encourage each other. Yeah. And so... 
that's why I wanted to talk about this. And also because Lindsay's been inspiring me. She's been um, making a lot of friends post breakup, which I think yeah. that a lot of people struggle with because Thank like God. you're saying, like, you know, when you have a partner, either you're just hanging around them all the time or you're hanging around their friends all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely hard to just be like, oh, well, you know, you're cool. I love you. So I love hanging out with you. But also, I need other people to hang out with and have that healthy balance. And then post breakup, you're like, well, shit, now they're not around. And like, I really need people to hang out with. So like, where did you start? Mm -hmm. Would you say? After my breakup? Yeah. Well, first thing I did was I kind of like retreated to my comfort zone and I returned home, which was really nice to be able to do, Um, you know, to be able to visit my family as well as my friends there. So I think that was nice because, I mean, I don't know if everyone can do that. My breakup just happened to be around Thanksgiving time. So I was like, I don't have plans for Thanksgiving. Like, I'm just going to go home. And then I ended up like being able to stay home for the whole holiday season and like do my work and have my dog. And it like really ended up working out. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was able to kind of go back and just like spend time, you know, with those people again, which was really nice. And then... I guess once I got back here, I was like, okay, I know I'm going to be spending a lot of time alone. It's going to be different. It's going to be, you know, I'm probably going to be kind of lonely. Where do I start? I met one new friend who messaged me on Instagram Mm -hmm. and she lived here and she asked um, if our dogs would maybe want to meet up for a play date. Mm -hmm. And of course, I just saw the message and I was like, why not? Yeah. You know, like what else do I have to do? So just kind of saying yes to things. Yeah. Um, so that was something initially off the bat. And then also like a couple other of my girlfriends that I had here, I was just making an effort to like if they asked me to like go to a workout class or go do anything like pre, you know, quarantine and such. I just was saying yes, because what else did I have to do? Yeah. So anytime anyone asks you to do anything, if they're not a crazy person, you should say yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, if you think that you might have a good time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of it is sometimes just saying yes to more things. Mm-hmm. But I guess another question could be, what if no one's asking you to do anything? Exactly. I was just going to say that, like, a lot of people don't have the luxury of having a social yeah. media following in the way that we do yeah. of where random people are like, Hey, I would love to meet you. Let's meet up. I want your dog to meet my dog. No, you're right. That was really random. Be. That wasn't like that. Someone else could necessarily relate to that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you're saying if you don't know anybody. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to get into questions like right. this, but just generally what I wanted to ask you, which I kind of know the answer to is like, how did you have one person in your life who was like, oh, once you start hanging out with them, then you meet more people? Like, was it kind of a domino effect kind of a thing for mm-hmm. you? Yes. With Miss Devin. Mm-hmm. She saved me. She is my Lord, my Savior. I pray to her every day and every night. <laughs> she saved me. Literally. <laughs> Lindsay has a friend named Devin who has grown up in Boise mainly. Mm-hmm. So when Lindsay moved here, she met her. And did she originally like hang out with you or ask you to hang out to shoot, right? 
It was her good friend had watched my videos for a really long time, mm. but Dev hadn't. Okay. But she told Dev, like, this girl, this girl Lindsay's moving to Boise. This is her, her mm. Instagram, her YouTube. You should try and hit her up and hang out with her. Nice. And so Dev, like, messaged me, and yeah. then we met up for wine. That's how I met my friend Sophia. Yeah. Her friend watched me. Yeah. And then I needed a house sitter, and, she, okay. and her friend sent it to Sophia and was like, hey, this is a YouTuber I follow. You should house sit for her while she's in India. And she did. And, well, now Sophia moved back home to Colorado, People which is People seem to tragic. move away a lot. They move away a lot. But I guess a lot of people have also been moving during the quarantine time for sure. Yeah. Going home and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. But sometimes it's nice when you meet a friend who's not a transplant in your city. Somebody mm-hmm. who's been there for a really long time and who has either, like, high school friends or college friends that they grew up with around that area that they can introduce you to so like highly recommend seeking out people like that I don't have somebody in my life who's like that all of my friends are transplants right like Ani came from Utah well before that she was in California but you know what I mean like she's not you know like familiar with the area um a A native a native (laughs) an Oregon native a local native Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) love them um, okay, I want to get into some of these questions mm-hmm. now that we have let's a little start, bit of backstory. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. Okay. The first questions that I got asked are just how. Like, how do you meet people? How do you meet and keep friends in your 20s? Where do you start? And I would say for us, we were very privileged in the way of having online followings to where people would reach out to us. But that's not relatable. Yeah, but that's not relatable. So I wouldn't tell someone, try to find that. Exactly. But um, if I'm thinking outside of that, what we did at the beginning that at least helped us like get out and like see people other than each other was going to open mics in Portland. And we would just like hang out there. It happened once a month. And so we would go once a month and like see some of the same people and just like get a vibe for the town and the people that it attracted kind of a yes. thing. So definitely like seeking stuff like that out or Facebook, I think is good for stuff like that because sometimes there's like little events that happen in your community. Also, I live in a really, really small town. So like nothing really happens other than church events in my town, right. <laughs> which I think is different than, you know, I would also recommend to people like go out, if you drink, go out to bars mm-hmm. and like, or go to a coffee shop. And once you frequent places like that, maybe you'll meet the staff or you'll meet somebody who goes in there just as often as you. That's what I would suggest. I think there's a couple things. First of all is like, it's probably going to be at the beginning a little bit out of your comfort zone, a little uncomfortable. You might have to get uncomfortable, get out of your comfort zone. You know, it's going to be hard if you're not to say that you kind of meet friends if you're more shy, but it's just going to be probably a little bit of a slower process. Yeah. Um, But I think the biggest thing, if you're really, really like trying to meet people and you're kind of starting from scratch is you have to like get out of your space and do things. Yeah. Um, maybe if you are, you know, and it's a moving situation and you're going to have a roommate or, and maybe you're moving for school or something Mm -hmm. like that. Those could be things you could bond with people over or maybe meet initial people through. You're probably not going to be moving out to a place on your own. You're most likely gonna have a roommate or someone and even just like beginning to socialize with people in that way could be a good way to just start because then through one person you meet another person you start talking to them maybe you meet one of their friends down the road um 
Yeah. Maybe they invite you to something or you go get coffee with them. And then, you know, a month down the road, they invite you to like a party or something and you meet more people. So I think you kind of just have to start really saying yes to any things that come your way, like I already said. But also besides that, putting yourself out there, like you said, going to coffee shops or if you're into music, going to like concerts and festivals, you'll meet people through that stuff. Like you totally just will. And then um, going maybe to fitness classes, yoga classes, if you're into that kind of stuff. So what, like, what stuff makes you want to leave your house? You know, what do you yeah. want to What are your hobbies and interests? Do? Because then you'll meet people who are also interested in those hobbies and interests. Mm-hmm. Something my mom always says to me too, which I've never really done this, but if you're really feeling ballsy, you can go to a restaurant by yourself. doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant, any restaurant, and sit at the bar and like talk to the bartender. Mm-hmm. Or even just, you know, people will come in, maybe you'll strike up a conversation. I don't know if that's necessarily going to make you meet a new friend. But like just kind of doing initial things like that. Yeah. Um, if you're in school, maybe, you know, going to some school events events or or anything that's going on literally go to anything yeah like sporting event just go to anything meet people through your roommates if you're working if any of your coworkers seem interesting to you like try to get to know them so whatever you do have that you're like maybe this i would be around people in this you know it's hard i'm not typically one to like just talk to people at a workout class like i'm just or just in general like if i see somebody at a coffee shop i'm not gonna go up and be like hey what's your name no that's probably not a good the only thing i would do at a coffee shop is i'd probably like maybe chat up the barista if they were friendly but i would not go up to someone that's like working yeah no. Or no, it's somebody that's like sitting also at the coffee Yeah, table. sorry. Like doing their work or yeah. sitting at a table. I, I wouldn't do it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, our friend Dev, who we're camping with the past few days, said that she met two separate people this way of just like seeing them out at an event, like live music or something, and making eye contact with them a couple of times and then just going up and saying, hey, I want to be re- your friend. Yeah. And I'm like, I, so I didn't say this when she told me it, but I was thinking in my head I could never fucking do that like I just I think I she did know. it with a group of like I think she went yeah, up she with a couple alone. people some yeah. liquid courage yeah was in there <laughs> that too a little liquid courage that always helps but yeah I think for anxious people it's a little bit different and I don't really identify as an anxious person I definitely suffer from anxiety every now and again but I don't feel like I have social anxiety and a lot of people do and so I got a lot of yeah. questions about that like I'm socially anxious where do I start and I would honestly say in online communities because then you can kind of be like hey I have like my foot in the door but I'm not necessarily like out there talking to people and being really really out of my comfort zone but at Mm -hmm. least I'm like Mm -hmm. chatting with people so in that regard I would highly recommend talking to people on my discord we have a little introductions page and it's like hey my name's Megan my pronouns are she her I live in this area my interests and hobbies are this thing um this is what I did in school and this is my dog or something <laughs> like that you know and then people are like damn I also love that thing and like that's so cool you're so pretty or whatever it might be you know yeah. and then they chat back and forth and it's just like a little way to like introduce yourself to more people and also I know that we talk about mainly animal crossing on there but you can get into some other stuff too book club gardening any of the above so you can kind of talk to people in those ways and I really like connecting with you guys on there because I feel like it's kind of like a big group chat 
Um, but I understand that people, obviously you can like hide behind a screen for a portion of the day, but you're not still getting that same social connection. So it's different, but that's just one of my suggestions. But also like when you have social anxiety, I think that it's easier to find one person who maybe is able to connect with you and understand that about you. I have a very, very large handful actually of people in my life who I know are incredibly socially anxious people and like when I hang out with them maybe like they're very nervous at first or like you know I met up with them and they were like oh my gosh I never do this you know this is crazy but like slowly you get out of your comfort zone and like just showing up to things like maybe that I would host would bring them out of their comfort zone because there's more people around than they would normally expose themselves to speaking of that I got a question from somebody that says is it awkward for you to talk to new people one-on-one? I feel like I really have to be in a group to approach people because I feel awkward. And yes. Oh, wait, of like approaching a new person that you've never met. Yeah, like talking to somebody one-on-one at like a coffee shop or something oh. or a live music event, say. Like, would you go up to... Like yesterday when we saw that cute guy on the beach and you were I like... I couldn't speak to him. I know, and we were like, go up. If you really like him so much, go up and say he something. He was with two friends. I know, but like... I know, I was scared. Exactly. So, um... Would you feel more comfortable if we all went up and we're like, fuck it, we're doing it. Like we're all going up and talking to Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard when you're on your own. And I think yeah. we can all just kind of relate on that. I don't even know what to advise but, on this regard. I mean, I don't know what to advise either, but maybe if you're like, I don't know, I feel like I've had some experiences where like maybe I go some to like a restaurant or a bar um, and like that person is talking or like a coffee shop and the person that like works there is kind of talking me up. Oh yeah. And then I feel like if I'm getting any sort of like energy more than just, you know, being kind and polite because yeah. it's their job, then I feel like it'd be easier for me to like, just even just be like, how long have you worked here? Like, do yeah. you like working here? But kind of, I don't know. Do you have like conversation starters? That's a huge question that I got. Like if you meet up with somebody new or say you're going on a first date or even like a first friend date with somebody. Mm-hmm. Do you have like icebreakers that you ask somebody to get to know them? Mm-hmm. Because I really just go where the conversation flows. I, I don't, don't really yeah, plan. I don't necessarily think ahead of icebreakers. Um, you can always divert to talking about dogs, <laughs> talking about pets. That could be a common, you yeah. know, or just anything you guys might have in common. Like maybe if you guys follow each other on Instagram, you're meeting up for the first time, like, just things that you've seen that they're interested in or music that maybe they've posted or something like that. Um, And then just let the conversation naturally take its way. Yeah. My only conversation starter or icebreaker, I guess, is just being like, how long have you lived here? Or like, are you a transplant? Just to like see if whoever I'm meeting up with in Oregon has been there for X amount of years. But I think it's definitely hard and I don't really plan that stuff ahead of time. I just kind of go into it like blindly and I'm like whatever this is just gonna be well we have like a rough plan of what we're gonna do you know I'm Mm -hmm. like oh let's go thrifting or like go get coffee or whatever it might be um and obviously a lot of this changes with corona restrictions as well like I met a new person recently and we met up to go and thrift but obviously we were like in masks and you know taking restrictions into account So I got a lot of questions just about like how to make friends during quarantine. And I would say if you're not just going to make friends online, either through my discord or my book club or whatever it might be, you know, it doesn't even have to be through me, but literally just through some online community in general, um, which I think a lot of people are doing right now. 
you will have to make friends with people like, I don't know, out at the fucking grocery store or like with your masks on. Like Lindsay has had a crush on somebody at a grocery store. I still store. have a crush on a Whole Foods man. Who, I don't know his name. Who but sanitizes I love him. her car. I love him so much. And she doesn't know how to talk to him because she's like, I've never seen his actual face. He's always wearing a mask. I mean, obviously, like we're both wearing masks whenever we see each other. But I'm just getting some crazy eye contact from him. Yeah. It's just so silly. That's more of a romantic connection. (laughs) But, like, people asked a lot of, like, where do you even find friends? The internet. This is the funniest question I got. The internet, grocery store, cow pasture, (laughs) cow pasture. Honestly, where do you find friends? I actually did meet one of my neighbors for the first time in their cow pasture. Because my dog ran into their cow pasture, and I ran over, and I was like, hey, Wayne, sorry. Oh, but the mean guy. Yeah. Don't call him your friend. Well, he is now. He's very mean. He apologized. He said it was a joke. People in the country just oh, have an odd sense of joke. humor. Yes. We okay. won't tell them what he said, but... It was bad. It was crazy. Um, anyways, <laughs> where would you say you find people? Just what we said before, like maybe bars, restaurants, classes... Something of that nature. Where's your number one place that you've met somebody and been like, wow, yeah, this has been good? I think for you, maybe live music. Starbucks, festivals. <laughs> festivals, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like around here. The river. Oh my God, I've met people at least for like a fleeting, oh my God, hey, how's it going? You floating? You're going to jump off that rock mm-hmm. down the river. True. So that's been something. I met a man that put me on his air mattress down the river. <laughs> floating down the river. I floated down his air mattress on the river and he asked me to sushi. Afterwards, but, you said um, no. I said no. Yeah. I couldn't see him. He was wearing sunglasses and a full hat. I couldn't see his face and I was upset. That's understandable. It's not really a good answer to the question. It's okay. I mean, we already kind of answered it. So I'm going to move on to the next one, which is where do you find people with the same maturity slash vibration as you while living in a toxic town? Oh so I'm going to interpret this to, um, you know, you got some people in, in your area where you live where you don't necessarily align with them. And I can relate. A lot of people in my town are very conservative or they go to church and are involved in things that I have no interest in. I'm not going to show up to a true life event no. and be, you know, doing some gospel songs. I'm also going to not go shooting with random people or to some kind of, I don't even know. I don't know what people do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to go hunting. So <laughs> I wouldn't say that my town is toxic, but it's different in the way of like, it's not L.A., and it's not Georgia to where I could like meet up with people and like. Wait, what was the question? Um, <laughs> oh, I remember. You were finding people with your same vibe. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I have never actually like I've gotten it, but I've never actually like chatted and met up with someone on this mode. But there is a Bumble BFF. Yeah, mode. I got questions about. I that. don't know if it's good or not, but I know that at least that's like other girls. That want to make friends. Yeah. I would try it. Okay. I so would, you would definitely try you it. Would. So that we got a question that was like, would you guys ever try a social media app like Bumble BFF? Yes. To where they can like check out your Instagram and be like, oh, I also collect plants. I 100% would. And I would actually make me feel a little bit less intimidated than like meeting someone up for a date. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what I mean? It's just less pressure. Yeah. You're meeting up as a friend. You're not meeting up as like, oh my God, what if they're the one? <laughs> Yeah, and if you don't vibe, like you just kind of don't have to hang out again. Yeah, 
that's something that we need to normalize is like if you don't vibe you don't have to hang out again yeah i've met up with a handful of people and like no shade to them especially if they're listening but like if the connection was not there for me personally i'm probably not gonna hang out with you again and you, sh- you, know? you shouldn't and maybe you give it a second try if you were like it could be a miscommunication. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know if you, I always recommend like giving it a second try unless you literally just had like a horrible time. Even yeah. with dates, I don't know. People say like, give it a second date. Maybe if you didn't think the person was like, oh my gosh, they like blew me away. But if you felt, you know, like you had fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would do the same thing. If yeah. you had fun mm-hmm. and maybe you're like, this isn't going to be like my, maybe this is going to be like my best friend forever, but maybe we could hang out like once a month to like go to a workout class or meet up for a coffee exactly but not if you don't have fun don't do it yeah (laughs) i had a situation like this i'm gonna retell this story very vaguely obviously Mm -hmm. for privacy reasons but i had a situation where i hung out with somebody and i hung out with them in a group of people for the first time and it was very like yeah i had fun you know let's hang out again but then they just like really started hitting me up too often and I was just like, I don't even see my best friend on a lead this much, you know? Like, <laughs> she knows I'm busy. She knows I'm doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's something in your 20s, too, that, like, people have jobs. They have lives. Like, with that other friend I was referring to, I'm like, mm-hmm. she's busy. She has a girlfriend. Like, she's doing other things, you know? And I'm like, when I see her, I see her. But I'm not going to be like, every single week, like, we have to fucking see each other and hitting her up literally every damn day and being like, when is the next time I'm going to see you? Let's plan something. You know, it was just like kind of an overwhelming energy for me. And I hadn't really like been experienced or had experience with that because a lot of people in LA are actually very spotty and really hard to make solid plans with. Even sometimes when I go home and I see my hometown friends and it's literally like once a fucking year that I get to see them. I don't even see half of them because they're so spotty. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that like kind of turns me off from people. So I'm going to go and find that question. What is a red flag with a friend that you have to trust your gut on of like, oh, this person's for me, a red flag is you're coming on too strong. The energy is too much and I'm not aligning with that or a huge red flag if you're constantly gossiping the entire time that I'm with you, mm-hmm. when I don't even know the people that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the exact same one. I was going to say my biggest red flag with any friend is somebody who talks badly about not only like, um, I don't know, maybe some random people that you don't know, but their friends yeah. to you. Yeah. And That's like, you the worst the worst because you know that as soon as they get home they're gonna say some shit about you to exactly you can't trust someone like that no 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 that's probably one of my biggest red flags oh. or just someone who is like mm, just not supportive of you someone who you know it's jealous you get a jealous vibe. yeah maybe a jealous vibe or just someone who you're not sensing could be like genuinely happy for you and wants the best for you which can be hard to sense that out yeah i'm gonna move on from that question to something that we kind of briefly touched on but are you still in touch with your childhood slash hometown friends i'm in touch with some people mm-hmm. um but i don't talk to most of them 
that regularly. Me either. Like a couple of my, maybe two girls from my high school friend group, I talk with at least once a week. Yeah. Even if it's just through DMs. Or Snapchat or some shit, yeah. I talk with probably four of my hometown slash childhood friends fairly frequently, whether it's like through, yeah, Instagram story and keeping in touch with that or through FaceTime or text or whatever it might be. So I definitely still keep in contact with some of my old friends, which is really nice because it's like, as long as you have those people in your life, you can at least have socialization through them outside yes. of like, you know, just your partner or your family. I was thinking about that, like long be. distance friends. I love a long distance friend. I love a long distance friend. I live for that because also you can like keep in contact with them about their life and just like always have something. You always have those conversation starters or like, are you still with Bobby? You know what I mean? Like it's always going to be so much to catch up on. Yeah. Or you can be like, you know, um, Denise from high school, what's she up to? you know and just like yes do crazy stuff like that so this all being said we need to take a break for a song because we've actually oh, been going off for like we a, haven't even played a song we haven't played a single song because we'll, we've been answering so on. many questions i'm gonna text my crush while you play the song oh my god okay i'm gonna play the song old friends by pine grove because it's iconic and i meant to play it in the car for Lindsay earlier today when we were driving through the mountains of idaho all right, enjoy. Walking outside labyrinthian over cracks along under the trees. I know this town grounded in a compass, cardinal landing in the dogwood. I keep going over it over and over. My steps iterate my shame. How come every outcome such a come down? Lately afternoon with the shades drawn down. Kept saying I just wanted to see it Saying what's wrong with that Needle shaking outlines in a compass Every outcome such a come down Solipsistic mood 
I should call my parents when I think of them Should tell my friends when I love them Maybe I should have gone out a bit more When you guys are still in town I got too caught up in my own shit How every outcome such come down Okay guys, I hope you enjoyed that song. Honestly, that song kind of makes me emotional because I don't know, there's just like, it's just such a nostalgic fucking vibe. He just talks about old bars and old spots and everything, like seeing old people and all this stuff. And I love the line that's like, I should call my parents when I think of them and tell my friends that I love them. That's so That cute. hit different. It hits different. It brings tears that's to my powerful. eyes. Ugh, love that. You should tell your friends that you love them. Truly. You know what? Tell everyone. Text your friends right now. This is your challenge. Mm -hmm. Text your friends right now that you love them. Or your parents. Or your parents. Or Either your sibling. Mm-hmm. Or your grandma. Love you, Liz. Also, you we too. never <laughs> we never <laughs> said, like, I'm visiting you, and this is why we're recording oh, it together. I mean, like, we're in person. They know. You guys know. Okay, we're going to do a rapid-fire round of answering more questions because we really have a lot of drawn-out answers. Right. Lindsay and I love to chat. Mm -hmm. So my next question for you is, did you feel any expectation of having big friend groups as you did in school years compared to now? Yes, 100%. Like having that now as compared to in school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. we also had a pretty big friend group in L.A., mm -hmm. And, like, especially in those first years, it was, like, what, eight of us who would hang out pretty like at least constantly. Plus a few thrown in there, here and there. Every now and again, mm -hmm. a little sprinkled in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I definitely threw, I mean, personally through high school, I had a very close friend group that was bigger um, that spanned two separate grades. So even, like, when... I graduated with the year above me. I still had friends who were in high school. So when I went back, I would still see them, you know? Um, and then when I went, moved to LA, it was just like I was saying, we still had more friends like that. So I definitely did have an expectation of like, oh, you, you have such a big friend or group of friends to like have friends at all, or you have to. But like, I think right now I'm valuing just like a little, little sprinkle, like we were saying earlier, a little handful, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it can be fun to have a big group of friends and that's the vibe if that's what you want. But also it can be really, really nice to just have friends here and there. And have one close friend, two close friends, a, a, a tiny circle. Um, yeah. It just really depends on what you're into personally. But yeah, I did definitely feel that expectation. The next question says, how do I make new friends without making my friends now feel like they're being replaced? Do you have advice on this at all? Um, I mean, just show your friends now that they're not replaceable if that's how you feel. Like, if you want to stay in touch with those friends... Mm -hmm. Um, but make some new friends, just make the effort to hang out with everyone. Yeah. Um, and maybe you can slowly introduce someone to someone, but don't make them feel like, oh, you know, I'm always just going to be with like my new friend. You know, I'm just, oh, got to hang out with 
Cassandra again. Oh, I'm going to hang out with Cassandra. Oh, tomorrow exactly. we have tomorrow I have plans with Cassandra. Like, I mean, unless you're trying to actually like you know leave a group behind and have a new yeah. circle, yeah. then I would say just try to make time for the people that are important to you. For sure. I had a situation in high school where I was hanging out with one new friend way more than an old friend to the point where the old friend was like, what the fuck? You know, like you never are hanging out with me anymore. It's just all freaking Cassandra all the time. Just like you were saying. Fucking Cassandra. She's crazy. I would say that in that situation to like make my other friend feel like she wasn't being replaced, I was just like... I don't know, man. I just am liking the new energy of like having another person around to also spend time with and hang out with. And like, yeah, just like you said is they're not replaceable. So just reiterating that to them, um, that they don't need to be worried. Basically say, you know, the more friends, the merrier. Yeah. And, like, your new friend will benefit from you having old friends just like your old friend will benefit from you making new friends. Unless they're very, like, no, I just need one friend, only you, all the time. But, again, it's just what people are into. My next rapid-fire question is, how do you find like-minded people regarding the climate? So That's specific. It is very specific, but I fucking felt this in my soul, Fran. Fran, you're spilling tea. Fran, you spilled the tea. And I would also like to know, but if I'm going to give advice on this, I would say that, you know, a lot of people do care, but they either don't talk about it very frequently. Like I try not to make this my entire personality that I'm sustainable. Like when I meet new people, I'm not going to be like, oh no, I'm not going to drive you to Starbucks because I don't want you to get a fucking plastic cup. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's not a good look. It's not a good look. You got to let people do what they're going to do. Exactly. It's not my choice to like go and limit people's expression of how they want to spend their money and use their time. But maybe friend means she just only wants to attract friends like that, believe, that believe like, you know, obviously climate change is real. Yeah. We need to, you know, do some shit. Yeah. And you want to attract more sustainable-minded folks, which, Fran, I do as well. And I would say that because Ani's pretty sustainable, I didn't even know this about her until I started to get to know her more. And I found out, like, she was vegan and she was into this stuff. So, like, honestly, seek out vegans because vegans care a lot (laughs) about the environment, too. And a lot of people go into being vegan because of climate change. So, um... I'm sure that you can maybe find some some vegan folks around you, but even if you don't, I feel like maybe you could find maybe a little like a, vegan food festival, yeah, or like at a yoga class or something. Yeah. Like you're saying, generally people who are in in the spiritual world or mm. who frequent maybe say a farmer's market mm. would be maybe aligning with you on that. I also feel like a lot of people in my town who care about sustainability also care about self-sufficiency. And because I live in a farm town, they all do their own stuff. And it's really easy to make friends who are either like selling eggs from their chickens that they have. And like, I'll go over, like I just met a couple the other day who like I found out about on our Facebook page who run a sustainable farm and they sell at the Portland farmer's market. And I met them and I was like, you guys are so cool. Granted they're older than me. Generally in my town, I attract 30 plus year olds Mm -hmm. into my life Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but that's just the type of people that are around. Right. <laughs> For sure. And if those are the type of people who are around, I'm 1000% going to hang out with them because yes. we, we be vibing. Friends of any age. Any age. Normalized friends of any age. Exactly. Athena, 46. Love her. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. 
would do anything for that woman. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I was going to say something that I forgot. Oh, um, for this, I feel like maybe you could find some like-minded peeps um, on Facebook groups or maybe at some sort of a, um, a beach cleanup type of a thing, a oh lake cleanup. Lord. Right? You they can, have this stuff. They do have this And maybe stuff. an Instagram page for, like, your city. I feel like you could find, if you really looked, I feel like you could find, like, some, not even necessarily a club, yeah. but, like, a little, these little meetups or events that might happen. road cleanup. Yeah, cleanup. Or like, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. This could, you know, if you searched, I feel like you could, even if you have to drive, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour out, I feel like you could find something like that and at least just like see, okay, these are what these people are like that are around yeah. this area. Okay, folks. So this is going to be the last question that we're going to answer for streaming services other than patreon because we've been really going off for like four to six minutes and i already know that even when i edit this down it's gonna be crazy you know we'd be talking we'd be talking whoa (laughs) and i (laughs) so the last question that i wanted to ask you is what if you made new friends after moving to a new place but they end up being kind of toxic Mm -hmm. and they make you feel a little bit insecure about yourself or say I'm, this isn't part of Lauren's question, but I'm adding on to it a little bit. You know, in my situation, if maybe I met up with a handful of some people who I saw and then I was like, oh, we're not really aligning and maybe I don't really want to see you anymore. Mm. How do you move on from that point of mm. not making them feel bad about themselves in but, general, mm-hmm. but just moving on from not being their friend? Okay. Wow. Friendship breakups can be hard. Friendship breakups are hard, even if it's just really small. Like when that girl was coming on too strong, I literally had to tell her, like, I'm too busy for you. I don't have this amount Something of time. along those lines, yeah. And like, I know that maybe it sounded slightly harsh to her at the beginning, but I was like, I'm just going to be real with you, dude. I cannot excuse myself from every single plan every day that you check <laughs> in with me. You know, like mm-hmm. I got a lot going on. Right. I'm pretty overwhelmed right now in life in general. And I'll hit you up if I want to see you. Mm-hmm. And I, you just have to accept that. And some friends might be available to hang out every day. But and some friends, you might only see them every two weeks. And that's the freaking thing is she did find friends who will hang out with her yes, every and single day. that's what she needed. And who don't live an hour away. Yes. <laughs> it worked out. But if you find a toxic friend, I'm trying to think of like, you know, maybe people in LA who had been a little bit toxic and I saw a little sparingly. Yeah. I definitely started to distance myself from them when I had moved there and I noticed them coming around a lot or asking me to hang out a lot. I would be like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe... Maybe another time I'm a little busier. I have this going on. But I know that Lindsay is very anti-ghost. But right now in my mm-hmm. life, if I don't have an excuse for you, I don't. I shouldn't feel the need to make up some kind of a lie of why I don't want to see you. I'm just not going to see you. Mm-hmm. And well, that's not people, necessarily ghosting. It's not necessarily ghosting, but it is kind of. Because like, I will never, you not respond to the message? No. I mean, if you're like not going to really see the person again. I think that's okay. Okay. I am pretty anti-ghost, but also I'm like, ugh, it's definitely gonna, if you don't, people a ghost, so they don't have to like be awkward or like have a tough conversation. So if you don't, then you're gonna have to say something unless you're gonna, just gonna keep being like, sorry, I'm busy. Sorry, I'm doing this. It's COVID. Like, who's that busy? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, oh my God, sorry, I can't hang out for the next two months. I'm so busy. Like, Literally it's just- love. <laughs> 
Where's that from? Literally love. Where's I'm that just hanging from? at home. I don't know. Is it like Love Island or something? It Dana sounds Baby like just it. says it all the time. Oh my god. Love her. I don't know. I think ugh, if you have to have a friendship breakup in the best way possible, the most like nice way possible, think about the message you want to send. Like truly, like think about it for a while. Like don't just like send a quick text. Oh no. You know? I thought about that breakup with that right. woman for oh. a while. And you should, you know, especially if this is someone you've hung out with like a good amount of times. Yeah. You know, if this is like a friend that you've had for, you know, a few months, a few years, whatever it is, I think one of the best things you can say is just like, hey, this is really just where I'm coming from and where I'm at in my life. And I really have appreciated like all the time we've had together. And I know I'm, this might catch you completely off guard. And I'm really sorry like if, it, if you weren't expecting this. But yeah. I think that I kind of just need to distance myself from our friendship. Maybe, maybe you can give some reasons. Maybe you're like, that's too much. I just want to say, you know, I need to distance myself from this and kind of do my own thing for a while. You can even leave it an open-ended and be like, you know, maybe in the future we could like come back and hang out again. Yeah. That's what I told her because I didn't know if maybe I would want to, I didn't want to break up with her completely. I was just kind of like, you know, right now in my life, I'm not really prioritizing coming to Portland every single day. And I don't want to keep having to let you down because mm-hmm. I know that you're meeting me at that level and I just don't want to disappoint you. Well, that's and a really you, good way to word it. Yeah. You have to understand that like I got a little too much going on right now. And she was like so understandable. Yeah. Like I completely get it. Totally fine. Hit me up whenever. But then mm-hmm. still continued every few months to be like, hey, just checking in. How are you? Do you want to hang out? Kind of a thing. Like or when can I see you again? Like at least once a month after that. Okay. And I was like, this is still, like, you didn't get it. But you wanted to really distance yourself completely. I actually wanted to break up. Mm -hmm. I decided after Mm -hmm. I sent the text and she started to reply again. Mm -hmm. You were like, wait, I don't want this at all. Yeah. I'm really sorry if she's listening. But honestly... Do you really think she is? No. It's like the end of the episode. Yeah. Maybe she trailed off if she was listening. (laughs) I went on a tangent with that one, but those are my breakup stories of friend breakups. I think... Friend breakups are hard and... They're it's gonna be awkward. Rarely talked about. Yeah, I yeah. I feel like it needs a whole episode, honestly. Yeah, quite painful love. <laughs> Literally, love so painful. Oh my god! All of my English listeners are gonna be like, "Shut the fuck!" Please up. stop, Maurice. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna wrap this up for my Spotify and all of the other where oh wait I forgot to even say this guys we're now available on like podcaster as well as anchor and some other streaming services and I'm no longer uploading these to SoundCloud so I'm really sorry if you used to listen on SoundCloud it's just not a platform that anchor allows me to distribute to with advertisements so I would have to hand place and record in just fake advertisements to be able to upload (laughs) to SoundCloud there because it wouldn't be trackable for my money so it would be like putting a free ad free episode on my soundcloud when i'm i only allow those for my patreon listeners because they pay me money you know which is understandable so anyways i hope that you guys understand and have been enjoying the episodes and i hope you enjoyed this one with Lindsay. we're gonna record the last 15 minutes for my patreon listeners which you can go and listen to at patreon.com slash megan hughes Thank you so much for listening. I know we only included one song in this today, (laughs) 
But um, I apologize. I've honestly been talking so much in the <laughs> podcast recently. So I know that yeah. one time I got a negative review that was like, honestly, just too much music. Wish you talked oh. more. So maybe I do have some people who prefer this. Maybe you should ask some polls of how many songs per episode would be ideal. Yeah. You should. You guys you should let your, me know. You, you can ask always your patrons too. Leave a review as well if you feel like you want more songs or less songs. Okay? Let Spell me the tea. Spell the tea. Thank you so much for coming on this episode, Lucinda. We love you. Of course. Thanks, Legends.